0: The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Great good morning, everyone. It is a beautiful Monday, February 26th, 2024. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he. Broadcasting today from what is still the United States of America. It's the place where the brave, like Jim Smajerski, Ralph Savarese, Michael Morrissey, and James Vankowski have made us and kept us free. The United States of America, founded with a certain knowledge and understanding that government will never be and should not be our parent, our guide, our, our salvation, our direction. Not any of these things, but is nothing more than a necessary evil we require to organize and protect society. The United States of America, the country where for the first time in human history, freedom was declared to be an unalienable right granted by God. Not something that is parceled out or controlled by government or government officials. Our great American constitution ensures and codifies freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, economic freedom, and freedom of the press, whether they use it to lie or not. Now, because they were armed with these freedoms, and only for that fact, a ragtag bunch of immigrants, rejects, and their progeny created the richest, most powerful, most culturally diverse and accepting nation ever to grace planet Earth. America, the only place specifically invented and designed so that every American can live their life in the manner they choose unlimited by their background, upbringing, race, color, or creed, unhindered by the government or those who would use government to control others for their own comfort, benefit, or power. This Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. And with that preamble, we open this session... Of the Club for Common Sense, gaveling it to order the Slabjackers' very own gavel and soundboard. And that means that for the next three hours, we will provide you with a sanctuary of sanity in a world where politicians who give us horrible policies that fail... Pretend that they're the ones we should choose to fix those policies. My God. I, I look at this border. It's, it's exhausting and it's heartbreaking. You know, we had these New York situations, a shooting. Now we've got uh, gang riots in Man- middle of Manhattan. we got cops getting beat up. We have cops getting accosted in two different instances in uh, illegal immigrant refuges. We've got this young student getting killed at the University of Georgia. Uh, Wow. Joe Biden says, give me the power. Just give me the power. What a sickening... Lying disgrace. <sighs> well, let's go to a better subject. I hope you had a good weekend. I had a great one. It was the birthday weekend, all that deal. So, uh, my I told you my son uh, became a sergeant with the Wilkesbury Police, and uh, so we went to the Westmoreland Club after his ceremony. I ran down from here, and uh, it, it which. <sighs> Just absolutely fabulous. And, you know, I had a cigar, had lunch, all that. And then uh, went up and met Cutie up at Russell's. I didn't eat, just had a little soup, which was great. And then uh, the next day, Saturday, that was my birthday, and it was fabulous. I went to see my old buddy. I told you last week I was going to try to do it. And um, 103-year-old Charlie Tanzas. We've had him on this program once in person and once on the phone. So I went to the Geno Merley Center Saturday, late Saturday morning and visited with Charlie, which is always uh, uplifting. And he's doing great. And he's 40 years older than I am. He's 103. And then I had the great pleasure to see my friend, the Bamfords, my friends, the Bamfords and uh, the Peters up at uh, Glamara Senior Living. That was just, it was just a great day. Absolutely great. And then I get home and my grandchildren are coming and cutie and i babysat them overnight it was uh, great Well, two of the three we babysat overnight but all three of them were there and then yesterday we had the the birthday party i am I'm, I'm a big steak eater but i just i asked cutie i said she said what do you want me to make i said i said how about pork chops breaded pork chops remember remember you had those when you were a kid it was they were sort of inexpensive so you got that? That was your meat, more not more often than not, but quite often. And they, you know, I said shake and bake. She said I do better than shake and bake, which she does. And they were amazing. And for the cake, I said I want uh tasty cake, just chocolate. She goes chocolate with the icing in the middle, with the chocolate icing in the middle. I said no. She said, chocolate with the vanilla ice in the middle? I said, no. Chocolate Tasty Cakes, that's the cake. Just, just, I said, you could have one or everybody, you get one for everybody. My parents came over, my, my one brother's away, but the other brother came with his wife. And, uh, what, I have three of my kids were there, two with their wives. The other two are out of town. That was just great. And so uh, our friend, our, well, she's sort of a cousin. Liz was there, too. Yeah, we had a, uh, Liz Dempsey. A great time. I mean, it was just fabulous. And finished the evening with a cigar. It was warm, warm out last night, as it is this morning. <laughs> Somebody said, happy belated. I can't imagine how big a head you got knowing even the Chinese sent you a balloon. <laughs> Yeah, another Chinese uh, balloon over America. They have no respect for this clown. They have no f- fear. And, they, and you know what? I, I truly believe that they own him. Because the Chinese could leak information and the facts and the documentation on how much money they gave the Bidens. Uh, not only when he was vice president. But between the Vice Presidency and the Presidency, they, they funded his entire living. Yes, the Red Chinese funded Joe Biden's living. His fake professorship and something called the Biden Center, which gave him a free office in Washington, D.C. to lobby for all these people that paid him. When he was vice president, and after, and then uh, he got that seven hundred grand a year, and he he'd go up to the University of Pennsylvania. That was the the launderer was the University of Pennsylvania. They laundered the Chinese money, the red Chinese money, the communist money, and so. They could expose him in a f- in a second. Yeah, some of some of the staffers at the university, uh, University of Pennsylvania, were by are now Biden administration uh, staffers, as well. Hmm. Sean from Larksville says, Bob, my favorite pork shop style is pork butt steaks with your favorite barbecue seasoning. Hmm. I'm not, I like barbecue, Sean, but I wouldn't go out of my way for it, you know? I've had great barbecue. But these were just breaded pork chops. Garlic kills me, so so cutie did no garlic, and it was then uh, sort of calabrese, you know, the the peppers and potatoes. All fabulous, and she she made her own homemade uh, baked beans, which were amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Larry. Happy bladed uh, birthday, he says. Larry from Mountaintop. LTS back at you. But a great weekend, guys. I, uh, you know, I savor the weekends, but I think that tells you how much I enjoy hanging around with you guys. That I'm I'm just as happy when it's Monday. Yeah, just as happy. And good to be with you. We'll take a break. Bob Cadaro on the eponymous show. We're going to hear from our great sponsors. We're going to get a little history, a little music. And for the moment, I'm going to tell you about Road Scholar Transport, which is sponsoring this hour. This great trucking company tells you, you you, if you have unique shipping needs, Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few of those. Visit roadscholar.com and find out how this family company can help you ship within Northeast Pennsylvania and and throughout Northeastern United States. And if you're a driver, best equipment, most flexible routes, and all of that. I was waiting for the bulldog. Yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) He was waiting for me. (laughs) Fats Domino, whose real name was Antoine Domino, born in New Orleans, Louisiana, Blueberry Hill. We're going to have to find the Putin version, I told the bulldog during the break. (laughs) That crazy Putin. Vladimir Putin. (laughs) I mean, you sort of shouldn't laugh at anything he does, but uh, it is laughable. But this date, 1928, Fats Domino was born. New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, And then, of course, the incomparable Teddy Roosevelt. Where are the Teddy Roosevelt's today? Um he asked the Colombians if we could build the canal. The Colombians said no. He uh, helped start a revolution and Panama became independent and they let us build the canal. <laughs> I you know that is I'm sorry. That would be it's horrifying. Well, nothing got done. Without a little muscle, guys. That's the way it was. Body Shopping guy says, I laughed when the morning crew said how wrong Russia is for silencing people for their opinions. (laughs) Yeah, well, then I guess the Biden administration's wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got it. FJB says, Kevin. He almost forgot well, you didn't almost forget it's on top of mind for both of us, Bob LTS can't not think of Richie Cunningham whenever I hear Blueberry Hill. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. another good one. So uh where is this and I'm gonna I I must have the nickname right. Hey Bob, it's champagne from Pittston. I'm a huge fan. Well, you're not a fan. You're you're on part of the team because I'm a fan of yours. Anyway, I'm a huge fan and listen to the show every morning from 9 to noon while at work. Happy late birthday, man. Ha- thank you for the wishes and um, and thanks for listening. I love it. Champagne, that's a great nickname. And a lot of us, a lot of our guys have uh, nicknames just for this show or the radio show station. Good stuff. So I I, uh, got sent this. I want to see who sent it to me uh, because I've got to give appropriate credit. Our our guy Gene. Our guy uh, Gene Fisher sent it to me. Joe Biden, 81-year-old Joe Biden in a new book, says that the key to his 47-year marriage with Jill Biden is good sex. He told his staff that. And she didn't like hearing it, and they were obviously, grossed out. But but then the article in Gateway Pundit goes on, quoting Bill Stevenson, the first husband of Jill Biden. And he says that the, the marriage, his marriage with Jill, was torn apart by an affair between his wife and Joe Biden. And he says that that affair... Like the Biden say it was a blind date. <laughs> well, it wasn't a blind date. They worked. Jill Biden and her first husband worked on the campaign. The Senate campaign. First Senate campaign of Joe Biden. And Stevenson alleges it started before Joe Biden's wife passed away. Was killed in a car accident. The car accident he lies about. This, this is your person. This is Joe Biden, a scumbag. And uh, he says, their relationship, meaning Jill and Joe's, started in March 1975. I'm sorry, started much earlier, like back in 72 during the Senate campaign. That's what Stevenson says. And uh, they were, you know, they worked in their kitchen on this, the Senate campaign. Joe Biden knew Jill, his future wife. And his wife was still alive. Yeah. Joe Biden. What a disgraceful human being. Thank you for that, Gene. What a disgraceful human being. He's he's disgusting. Yeah, I know. It's the mental picture of Joe Biden having sex. I know. I know. It's it, the, the, Him doing anything is sickening to me. Just walking across the lawn as he stumbles is disgusting to me. At a long um, and obviously fruitless uh, email or text argument on a text chain. I think I'm still on it. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But I mean, somebody was cr- uh, crashing Trump and right now, so you know, uh, you know, it sort of is a two-way race. But we went through the whole left- wing talking points with this uh, with this guy I know all the, every single one 13 year old girl getting raped and can't get an abortion, all the lies they make up. And I said it's it's like you have kryptonite. Or, I'm sorry, it's like you have Kevlar. And facts and truths just bounce off the Kevlar like bullets would bounce off a vest. It's just unreal. And then they just repeat. I said it's rinse and repeat. The same bull spit, either about Trump or in favor of Joe Biden, the same lies and they fall for it willingly, like idiots. I, I, I just, again, it's a pathology I cannot grasp. The Democrat Party, the what? I, I, I don't know it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, well, <laughs> there's, there's, in some ways, there's more and more I don't get, and in many ways, I understand why I don't get things. This one, I don't even understand why I don't get it. Because there's got to be a logical reason this loyalty to the Democrat Party. Above religion? Above everything. Family? It's above family. It's above religion. It's above country. And it's incredibly damaging, not only to the person themselves, everybody around them, everybody that depends on them, And, of course, to the country. I don't get it. Instead, have the balls and change the party. If you love it so much, change it. Don't follow like an idiot. Like Cartwright and Casey do. Don't follow lunacy. And repeat these insane talking points. Just to justify where you're at. Don't get it. Don't get it. We'll take a break and be back. James T. Vankoski. Music. Passed away at age 84. January 5th. His wife of 60 years survives him. Margie. 1957 graduate of West Scranton High School. Worked for Keystone Coca-Cola for 24 years. Served his country in the United States Marines. As well as 18 years in the... Army Reserves, attaining the rank of Master Sergeant. He's also survived by a son, three grandchildren, preceded in death by a son. One brother, Michael, killed in action in Vietnam. His brother-in-law, Walter, Walter Smith, killed in action in Vietnam. Wow, what a legacy. James Van Michael Morrissey, Laughlin, 1963 graduate of G.A.R., U.S. Air Force, becoming a sergeant. And then he was a Pennsylvania State Policeman, entering the academy in 1968, 28 years, on duty for us. Then he became a court security officer in the federal courthouse in Wilkes-Barre. preceded in death by an infant daughter, Molly. Survived by his loving wife of 53 years, Mary Jane, a daughter, a son, and grandchildren. Michael Morrissey, Ralph Savarice, 99 years old, we lost him January 18th, from Bowlesburg, formerly of Mountaintop, born in the Bronx, World War II veteran, serving in the Naval Armed Guard, European, Pacific, and Mediterranean, and the North African Theatres. He was in the action because he's a Bronze Star recipient. 1948, he marries Therese, who passed away August 15th of 2019. They had been married 70 years. Worked for New York Life, the great Eberhard Faber, pencil company, and then had his own advertising business. 55-year member of St. Jude's Catholic Church, survived by his seven children. Numerous grandchildren, great grandchildren, nieces and nephews. Ralph Savarice, Jim Smugereski, Oliphant, passed away at age 88, January 3rd. Survived by a son, Jim Jr., a grandson, a granddaughter, veteran of the Korean conflict, Jim Smugereski. Our veterans for today. Storm tracker, 16 forecast from meteorologist Allie Gallo. Today, clouds giving way to sunshine this afternoon. It'll be about 52 degrees. Tonight, increasing clouds down to 37. Tomorrow, Tuesday, clouds with showers likely late in the afternoon, but it's going to be about 60 degrees. So thanks, Allie, for that one. So I was listening to a a program on the way in, and they were talking about Nikki Haley as though she was going to be a third-party candidate. She's thrown cold water on that assertion, and I I don't see it. I mean, she can't win as a third-party candidate, no labels. And no matter what happens in this election... Four years from now, she'll be the leading candidate. People will get over it. Particularly if Trump wins, they'll get over uh, what she said and all that kind of thing. Um, Bob Casey and Cartwright could vote totally with Republicans some one of our great listeners says and still win northeastern pennsylvania state of pa just because they are democrats you're 100% right and so if they made sense oh by the way here's the, this is the thing that bothers me most particularly regarding uh, bobby casey uh matt Cartwright's a backbencher he's just a follower okay so he follows He can't, like, make a stand and do it. I mean, he votes 1,000% every time with Hakeem Jeffries and the lunatic left. Matt Cartwright. Bob Casey. He had the chance to be Joe Manchin. Hey, I'm from Pennsylvania. We don't go for some of this craziness. Uh, Criticized Biden on uh, saying... That girls should play with, in sports with boys and all. Like just t- take a stand on something. And he could have leveraged that for our good, and he didn't even do that. Total follower. Amazing. Hmm. Fun fact somebody says, Remember when they cried saying Trump doesn't pay taxes? Trump still pays more taxes than Obama and Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, back to Nikki uh, Haley. I mean, she lost by 30 points in her home state to Donald Trump. Well, 20. You say 30 in the text, but it's 20. And um, the Koch brothers are done funding her. Both of those things should take her out of the... The running for the next states. Like, why embarrass yourself? I wouldn't, if I were her, I would have gotten out before South Carolina just so I don't lose my own state. But he did it. Somebody says, yeah, talk about Biden's 40 year plus marriage. How silly. He's done some stupid stuff. Some, but that's not one of them. Get a grip. <laughs> Staying married is an exceptional feat. I I don't have any problem with that. And they, they clearly love each other. Good. What I was talking about is the lie about how their relationship started. And Jill Biden's happy to go along with the lie. What does that say about her? That's my point. Bob LTS, um, the disaster, absolute disaster of Democrat policies on full display with the murder of the young girl in Georgia and the illegal immigrant crosses. Yeah, the border, he crosses the border illegally, gets arrested in New York because they're left-wing lunatics. They set him free. Then he murders the girl in Georgia. And the Republicans are the ones supposedly with no compassion. These people are sick. You got it. And the people who support them are willfully stupid. They're happy to be stupid. And repeat the nonsense. And I don't understand it. Look, when you try something, business, government, whatever, and it fails. Like this open border has failed completely. And people are dying. Not just on the streets, but they're dying of fentanyl because of this open border. You would think somebody in the Democrat Party would step up and say, stop it, and then do something about it. But no. Ah, Disgrace. All right, we'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K, we will be back. Well, it buys a hell of a lot of other things. This date, 1964, the Beatles worked on the final mixes for their hit, Can't Buy Me Love, Murph tells us. Yeah, it's February 26th. This month is almost over. There's a St. Patrick's Day parade Saturday in Pittston. Unbelievable. Well, we're going to see the old uh, adage. I, I have a slightly different one. They say... March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb and vice versa. It's going to be interesting to see. Now, I contend it's more like this. We're going to get a certain amount of bad weather and cold weather. And if we don't get it in February, we're going to get it in March and even April. So we'll see how it all plays out. Not that I'm a weatherman. We'd we'd rather listen to Ali Gallo and uh, Joe Snedeker for that. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think it averages out. Bob, did you notice there were no stories on high school districts for basketball, wrestling, and the Citizens Voice all last week? Someone says now the papers get printed near Harrisburg and will never be able to beat deadlines for current sports update. My brother Mike was lamenting. He says he's canceling the paper because there was a 3 o'clock hockey game that he was interested in the result. On Saturday, and it didn't get in the paper on Sunday. So you're right. Instead of publishing in town, they're publishing out of town, making these papers worse than ever. You can't even rely on the sports section now. Eventually, you won't be able to rely on the obituary section. Awful, awful papers. It it's a shame, and it's not much. I, I if they if they let if they sat down with me for ten minutes. I could tell them how to revive these newspapers. Not at any great cost either. Hmm. Yes, they are they are printing in Harrisburg, and the sports has declined dramatically. Box scores, all that stuff is going to be gone. And I mean, sports people need box scores. Now they're not even getting results for an afternoon event. We'll be back after Bloomberg. Nancy Sinatra. Love that song. It was number one this date, 1966. These boots are made for walking. And um, (laughs) my, my granddaughter is mesmerized in the true sense of the word by Paw Patrol. She, she'll watch it for hours, and I mean be glued, mind and body, to the television set. And so I told her, I said, now, uh, I said, Ainsley, here's the deal. Two Paw Patrols and done. You know, I know we're supposed to indulge them as grandparents. I said, two and they're done. That's it. And so I started, I went to YouTube. And... Looked up, you know, songs like "Super Califragilistic a couple of things from The Sound of Music, and I would was playing these individual songs, and then we 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 stumbled across um, "Hallelujah" by Andrea Bocelli. I never knew he was blind, by the way, and I mean, uh, you know, nothing like that song. And I, I'm telling you, the kids loved it. We played, then we played a little Sinatra, and and some, and then we played that song, Nancy Sinatra. She's got, she has these go go girls. But yeah, it's on. You could go to YouTube and just be fascinated with with music, because those of us that grew up to like MTV, uh, yeah, it's it's like you could do your own MTV thing. They'll just go from song to song, and you pick pick a new one. Yeah. But the kids loved it. Little babies loved it. George called in. He said that the the evening lottery numbers are not even getting in, these new newspapers. Whew. Somebody texted in, I've been watching the Times rags cost, uh, cost-cutting measures in the last month. Now there's more. no more Life and Times the tabloid that used to be included in the newspaper. It's been blended into the regular size paper. Also, notice the page two pick of events. They make them huge so they don't have to send more people out to take pictures. Penny pinching their way to bankruptcy. But what was the point of buying it, buying all these papers, if you weren't going to do something different? If you were just gonna penny pinch, that's it. Yeah. So so no no high school sports, no lottery. Yeah, no box scores coming. I, yeah, yep, they're getting worse. All all three of them that service this market. Uh, somebody said, Bob LTS. Want to thank you for adding the policeman's prayer and congratulations to your son on his promotion. My son is third generation police. We got to start saying police. Uh and they the the listener tells me you knew my dad an old flatfoot. Oh that's great. Joe from uh, Trips Park. It's uh, Bob it's Paw Patrol helped our military take down Al Baghdadi. <laughs> Uh, Somebody said, if not for the comics and the crossword, I wouldn't get them. When I used to shop, Cutie just, she's she's a whirling dervish, so I don't do any food shopping. I go to Ricardo's occasionally. But um, I used to get the New York Times on Saturday. I hate giving them money, but they have the best crossword and the toughest crossword. I, I think the one on the Scranton Times is awful, but... But you say the comics and the crosswords. I think the comics are awful. They lost me when um, Dilbert stopped running. They really did. Uh, Somebody says the Nancy Sinatra song takes me all the way to the Metal Jacket movie. Greatest war movie of all time. And that's arguable. That's arguable, but yeah, what a great song, huh? Uh, somebody says, Oh, and I saw where Mayor Blinky uh, Cognetti has been appointed to some advisory board by Joe Biden. Is the carpetbagger finally going to leave town? Well, she's going to leave town with no accomplishments. <laughs> Don't talk too much about the Paw Patrol. The lunatics and the Democrat uh, Party will want to defund the police dogs. <laughs> Somebody says, Bob, I still say that there's room to start a local paper. I agree with you. And I believe people would buy it, some young guys in their 30s or 40s with ambition that know the area could do it. I, you, Yes, you could make a paper work. I thought that when this new group came to town, they've got other newspapers, that they would do the cost-cutting they had to do, but that they would do something different editorially. I mean... Getting rid of a horrible left-wing lunatic editorial writer who is local and just importing from the failed, and I mean failed Daily News, like two or three days a week, they do a Daily News editorial. The Daily News not only has nobody reading it, because it's a left-wing disgusting rag, It's sold for a dollar. Nobody even wants to own the newspaper. And they're copying it. (sighs) Sean from Marksville, I think I've I've got something I'm going to play. I'm going to play something for you, Sean, when we come back. Uh, Bob Cadaro, W-I-L-K. It's time for the news with Brian Hughes. We'll come back with... A little bit of comedic Donald Trump after the news. Go to YLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast.